The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man there was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was. On an account of the crowd, he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see Jesus, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus hurried down and was happy to welcome Jesus. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said of him, Today salvation has come to this house, because Zacchaeus, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I fail to extend a good morning and welcome to those joining us uh, via Facebook and YouTube. So we're grateful that you could be able to join us as well. What we just saw and heard, the power of Christ's grace was able to change Zacchaeus, this evil and greedy man who had spent his lifetime consciously developing his selfish tendencies. Now, if Jesus was able to do that, Jesus can certainly change every single one of us. to change us who actually want to follow Jesus more closely. Amen? Amen. Okay, we're asleep. I'll get you away. <laughs> there is a sister, a religious sister, who is teaching, and she relates the following story. <clears throat> In her class of eighth grade students was a girl who through the years had given nothing but trouble. She was unruly, lazy, loud, rude, and constantly acting out. What she would be seen as just an all-around 
bad apple, as they used to say. Teachers were not only annoyed by this girl, they were actually afraid of her. Well, one day, Sister noticed a complete change and transformation in that girl. She was now quiet and attentive. She put and applied her mind to her schoolwork. She became polite and considerate. What could have possibly brought about this amazing miracle? Maybe the girl had ADHD and through the guidance counselor, they recommended putting her on medication. Maybe the young girl was depressed and because of a bad atmosphere at home, the doctor had given her medication to help her. So the sister watched closely. But the only thing when she was watching her closely is that she saw that now and then the girl would put her hand up to this area here on her chest. Sister waited for the right moment and then asked her, why do you put your hand on your chest? Do you have a pain of some kind? No, sister, the young girl explained as she pulled a small crucifix from the neck of her dress. Remember on Good Friday when Father uncovered the crucifix at the altar? He told us to hold our crucifix and to look at it when we are tempted. This is what I'm doing. When I put my hand on my chest, I am feeling my crucifix. Please, sister, don't tell anyone. We need to never underestimate the power of Christ who has come specifically to save and seek out the lost. Amen? Amen. Much better. <laughs> Jesus' encounter with Zacchaeus is what we could say is a parable in action. It illustrates the whole meaning of why Jesus became flesh, the Word became flesh. The Son of Man has come to seek and save what was lost. That means none of us are a throwaway. All of us are worth saving. Jesus' whole life on earth was dedicated to bringing back people to a living relationship and friendship with God and to establishing the church, the body of Christ, so that the church could continue that mission of seeking out the lost and saving them, to do that mission throughout history. This is the good news for today. This is the good news 
of Jesus Christ, that in him we can once again live in that dynamic, vibrant, living relationship and friendship with God. And our sins can be forgiven, all of them. We become what we were created for. We become what we were created to be. Children of God, members of God's household. Original sin was the thing that shattered and ruptured the relationship between the human family and God. Human beings rebelled against God by disobeying the law that he had built into our human nature. And as a result, that's how we became lost. That's where the rebellion spread. We had tried to achieve happiness by our own power. In fact, people are still doing it today. They're trying to do it without God. Yet that is impossible. We were created. It's part of our DNA to live in communion with our living God. Our happiness on earth and in heaven depends on that living in friendship with God. Jesus came to rebuild the friendship, to heal it, to give it what it needs, to reconcile that which is broken in that relationship, not only with God, but with one another. That was Jesus's mission. And whenever people trusted him enough to let him accomplish this mission, in their lives, as Zacchaeus did, they experienced a deep and lasting peace, a peace that nobody could take from them. There is no doubt that Zacchaeus found more satisfaction in giving back the money he had extorted and stolen through unfair taxes than he had found in taking it. Jesus wants to do that for every single one of us. Amen? To bring us back into that proper, healthy, growing relationship with God to give us the courage and the strength to live as we know we should so that we can experience the satisfaction that we were meant to experience so that we can fulfill what we were created for. If seeking and saving what was lost was Jesus's mission, it is also the mission of the church. It means it is our mission as well.
And so we need to take up that mission, creatively in whatever way we can. And God has given us the gifts to be able to do it. Amid the difficulties, sufferings, and preoccupations of life, in a fallen and, quite frankly, messed up world, it's easy to forget about that. Yet if we want to truly grow, if we want to truly thrive and persevere in our relationship, that living relationship with Jesus, we simply cannot let ourselves forget about it. It needs to be on our minds and hearts every day. Because, quite frankly, we are all surrounded Maybe some of us are even like Zacchaeus, but we are surrounded by people like Zacchaeus, people convinced that happiness will truly only be found in the bigger house, the bigger car, money, power, pleasure, popularity. But deep down in their hearts, they know instinctively that it's not going to satisfy that it's not true. There are all kinds, there are all kinds of trees that people climb. New age trees, the latest diet tree, self-indulgence trees, whatever it is, whatever the fad is, the TikTok tree. but they're trying to get a glimpse of something better, of something satisfying. Trying to get a glimpse of where the true Savior is. By courageously being Jesus' messengers, by being his eyes, his lips, his voice, his hands, by being Christ's messenger in word, deed, and example, we can bring true satisfaction of finding, as Zacchaeus did, forgiveness, redemption, and purpose. We can bring true peace, transforming peace to troubled souls. Not a peace that comes from us, since we know, and I include myself, we are imperfect. Yet the peace that comes from Jesus Christ, our King. And when we do that, what will also happen is we will bring peace to our troubled world, to our troubled societies. Zacchaeus's conversion brought relief, not just to himself, but to his whole family, and also the entire region of where he lived and worked. And all those who grumbled when Jesus went to stay at his home. This mission may seem to us that it's too big, it's too much for us to do. Yet it's not because we don't have to do it alone. 
Today, Jesus will come to each one of us and strengthen us again. Strengthen us in our innermost being with his own very life in Holy Communion from this table. He will renew his promise, his absolute promise to be with us always, to guide us, to comfort us. And when he does, we need to renew our promise and our commitment to follow in Jesus' footsteps. If we can do that, if we'll do that, we can bring transformation to many, many lives. As powerful as the transformation in that young grade eight girl. Amen?